Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Say yes, I will ask him to take a pay cut, but I'm going to do it, I think, in a way that makes sense for him. I would go to Cam and I would tell him, hey, we're going to give you an extension. We're going to make it a two-year deal. We're going to rip up this deal, and we're going to pay you. Right now, you've got $16 million coming your way. How about we do two years, $22 million, or two years, $24 million, or something like that? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree to pay you 11 or $12 million a year for the next two years. You make a little extra money. Your average number goes down but you still are making more money yeah, and, you know, and it's, it, it's locked in. And, and, We're not going to like screw you over. And here's how I would do it because these guys are obviously weary with the NFL. They get cut. They never see the money. I would structure the deal in a way that's like, we owe you $16 million for this next season. Mm-hmm. We'll find a way to, to like make you whole. We're going to reduce your cap hit, but you will see the money you're supposed to see. Yeah. Would you consider cutting Ogan Joby? Now, yes. Here's, here's the numbers. Absolutely. $13 million cap hit next year and 10 the year after that, and then he's a UFA. Dead cap, $7 million uh, next year, 3.5 the year after that. I think that they probably need to be done with that experiment. He disappeared, and I, I, I hate saying that because I wanted him to work out because I like being right about things, and I thought he would. He just he had a brutal, brutal year. It cost me seven million dollars to get rid of him right now. I think I do. My prediction is they won't. Well, because they don't have. He also kind of has leverage because he at least has some semblance of a track record. I don't think the Steelers make a habit of of releasing guys with multiple years left on their contract. Well, also they don't have the luxury of it right now because you can at least say Ogan Joby has been a good NFL player when he's been healthy. He had a bad year. DeMar, what has DeMarvin Leal done? We all remember that was another one of those. We all thought, man, they they really got a guy. They figured out they don't know what he is. They tried to play him scratch the last half of the season. Yeah, Tomlin got asked about that yesterday. They tried him at edge rusher. They tried him at at end. This year he was primarily an end. He wasn't productive. He got passed on the depth chart by Loudermilk. There's another guy who was a middle late round pick. Nothing special there, but they traded up. They traded him in those rounds. Created the impression that they had. 
some hope for this guy that they were willing to package picks together to um, secure him to make sure that they got him, and he's just been a bottom of the roster. They've got they've got player. Leal. They've got um in terms of guys. I think they clearly like Benton is obviously arrow pointed way up. And I think Tomlin they, said about him yesterday, he's a guy that we think has a chance to be a dominant player. Right. And I agree with him on that. And, 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 but he's like the rising tide right now that's trying to lift all those other very disappointing boats. And they're honestly, man, they're they're very lucky they picked him. I'm gonna give you kind of a weird answer on their rookie class. Just on the way Tomlin's talked about them publicly, it just feels to me like if Tomlin, if you gave Tomlin truth serum and said, You've got well. Now I, I take that back. I was going to say something. Now now I was, just take die on the launch pad. It did. Here. I, I was. It did. It did. Never got off the ground. There was a mechanical had an engine failure as did. you were uh, revving it up. Because I was going to say that he hasn't been as complimentary of Broderick Jones as he has been about uh, Benton and Porter. But then I remember that he told the Steelers website that Jones going into the lineup was like when they put Pouncey in his rookie year. So I'm going to scratch that. They've got those, all three of those guys should be high-end starters for them. The who have chimed in in the last few days who have said, hey, you know, the, the, one of the things to be optimistic about is that they have, they put together a great draft class where there's multiple players from it. They're going to help this team win games in the future. I would agree with that. This looks like one of their better drafts. And it just so happened to be the first one with Con Weidel and Tomlin. Would you like me to throw together? an extra take in that might be a major reach, but I'll do it anyway. Based on the way and what they identified and what they looked for in players, even though we have seen them draft cornerbacks who end up getting hurt in their first camp and then never, they literally never play in the NFL, Senquez Golson, because the other guys were so good and I've got to believe they had maybe different templates, different ideas of what they were looking for. I even have faith that if Trice's knee is fully healed and, and you know, the right way, I even have faith that he could be a, pill, a player who makes an impact. He's had two knee surgeries, though. No, I know. That's the huge risk there. I also think Darnell Washington is going to have one of the quiet season knee cleanups, too. That's the other thing. I think he was playing basically on a leg that was good enough to play football, but not good enough to be maybe a, a an actual pass game I, threat, all that. I love that pick just because of how big he was in athletic, and he, he never shows that as a pass catcher. It's really primarily but I think entirely it's the, I think as a, it's the as knee, a blocker. Man. Okay. I've well, that's why that that's why knee. he falls to the fourth round. If that's the case, let me say this right now. It's, it, you can't really criticize a team for this. But if that's all Washington ends up being is a blocking tight end and he never develops as a pass catcher and they don't make him put on weight and become an offensive tackle. If he's just a blocking tight end, Man, I'm going to think about the fact that they could have picked Nakua with that pick. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine if you added somebody like that on to this draft? They get lauded, and for the most part, it's real. They get so much credit for the way they evaluate and identify wide receivers in the draft. I mean, how they picked Antonio Brown in the sixth round. I would love to know. I don't is have an Nakua, answer this. Is Nakua the same player here that he is so has been so far in L.A.? Well, In that offense? No, that he's, no he's not, but like... Daniel Jeremiah tweeted the other day that one of his scout friends said the best comp he has for Nakua is Heinz Ward. That that's who his game reminds He's him of. He's extremely tough on his feet. Great blocker. I would love to know where they were on him. Look what their scouting report said, where he was on their draft board. Because that's one of the... 
We know where we, we kind of know where Brock Purdy was. There, there, there are scouts there that liked Purdy and wanted to and wanted them and, and wanted the Steelers to take him for the seventh round. And instead, they got the Kevin Colbert farewell pick. They literally did as a favor to Kevin and let him do, and then immediately cut the and guy. And Mike wanted no part of the guy. Yep, exactly. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Fan Hotline is presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. It's time for our weekly chat with Karate Kid aficionado and top Steelers insider Mark Cavalli from The Athletic. All right, Mark, give me a percentage on Mason Rudolph returning to the Steelers next year. Ooh, you know what? I haven't been able to talk to him in a while, so I'm just speculating here, but I'd say about a good... 30%. Here's the thing about that. If the Steelers really wanted him back, they can make it happen. I mean, you just give him a, a, a contract offer that's, you know, pretty decent. I'm sure he'll come back, but I don't know if that's what they want to do or not here. But uh, I think it would be in the Steelers' hands if they wanted, if they really, really want him back, which I think they should. I think they should bring him back and have that competition with Kenny, with, you know, Kenny maybe a foot ahead of him where Mason would have to you know, clearly beat him out to be able to jump ahead. Well, if not, you're, you know, you're taking chances here, Pony. I mean, you're taking the chances of Kenny struggling, Kenny getting hurt, and all of a sudden, who do you go to? Because Mishpaw will be back, right? So I would say 30% right now, but 
I think if the Steelers wanted it, they could make it 100% real quick. Mark, if they brought him back, though, and they said, like, you, you had it where Kenny started out a foot ahead, maybe in, yeah. the, in the team's mind, like in the coaching staff's mind, I feel like if that happened, though, if they were both back, Mason Rudolph would, uh, Rudolph would start out ahead and maybe by a considerable margin with the rest of his offensive teammates. And, you know, the thing with that is I know that Deontay and Pickens love Mason and, you know, and didn't some of the him, other right? guys, though, too, like, isn't, am, am I crazier to Dan Moore and Warren and other guys talk about camaraderie yeah. and they felt like they came together late in the season, yeah. stuff like that? Here's the thing with that is Kenny comes out, has two or three good games, has a preseason type of game in a regular season, and guess all of a sudden who's patting him on the back and hugging him? George Pickens and Deontay Johnson. So right now, those guys see that, Mason's making their career better over the past three or four games. Um, but if Kenny comes in and be successful like that, they'll switch in a heartbeat. They'd accept him with with open arms. I don't think it's any sort of thing to the fact that, you know, Kenny's a jerk or anything like that. I think it's, <laughs> those guys just view it as they're helping their bottom line of getting to where they want to get to, and that's why they want him out there. Mark, you said if the Steelers wanted Mason Rudolph, they could make it 100%. So then yeah. why don't they? Why is it only 30% in your mind that he's back? Probably, well, look at the pass, right? You think they're sold on him on four games? They probably should be. I mean, but the bottom line is for two, three years, they did anything they could to uh, either not get rid of him, but at least not give him an opportunity to show what he can do because um, they put themselves in that situation. They really thought he was a sure bet and not just a Jake Browning, Joe Flack of flash in the pan back to reality. Then they would have, you know, at least made him the, the number two last year. They wouldn't have waited till Mitch Trubisky absolutely crapped the bed in Indianapolis to put him in. So I think in the back of their mind, there's still just a little bit of skepticism there. And do we want to um, invest a ton of money into him right now? I've been saying this forever. I would, I would definitely offer him two years, have it basically line up with Kenny's two years left and may the best guy win and moving forward, who wins that battle? Um, you are a quarterback of the foreseeable future. Mark, uh, to move over to the offensive coordinator part of this, I know Mike Tomlin said technically, if I'm parsing, they would. he was asked if he would prefer his next OC have prior experience as a play caller at this level. Do you think that that is a, is a 100% must or that they will be open-minded with some of these guys who are coming up through the coaching ranks when they're trying to make that higher? Honestly, I think he might have had enough of the non-play callers if you look backwards you work backwards of you know Sullivan being the guy that just did a, a little bit to Canada who didn't do it on this level to Fichter didn't do, do it until well, with all due respect to Memphis, him though, right? Matt Canada and Randy Feekner are not like guys from the Shanahan tree who haven't called plays you know what I mean yeah I mean I, I think you could have a happy medium in there I mean I, if I had my brothers I would definitely I want a guy that's been there, done that, but I don't want a guy who's 57. I mean, not to discriminate against age because I'm quickly approaching that number. (laughs) So, uh, but I I don't know. You know, I would much rather have a guy that has a 
a body of work of being able to call plays and a guy who's younger than rather than a retread. So um, I I think a lot over the past, what was it, three, six, seven, eight years of not having that experienced play caller has just got put him to the point where he says, you know, I want a young guy. I want an offensive-minded guy. I want a guy that's been been there and done that before. But, you know, a guy who's been there and done that before probably is uh, not readily available. You know, he's probably has moved on as a head coach. You're either going to have to take a leap of faith on some of these really young guys who could be good or could just, you know, just be bums to be flaming out or a guy that has that at least a little bit of experience. So I don't think that's an end-all, be-all he has to be a guy that's called plays before, but I think he definitely prefers that. Mark, who's going to pick the next offensive coordinator? Oh, man, I think <laughs> you, you want the company line that says it's going to be a Steelers decision? No, no I, I want the, the real answer from you. That What, you think we're asking you for the company line, Mark? We want the, the straight dirt. Now. The straight dirt, Mark, the real deal. I... Uh, um, I just look on the the. I really do believe Art's going to have a huge, huge say so in it. I mean, they're going to the Senior Bowl here in another what week and a half, and Art normally goes down there as well for a day or two. I'm sure they will be talking to some guys there. I mean, obviously everybody's going to have to be comfortable with it. I can't see Art coming out and saying you're hiring this guy. Period. End of story. I'll leave my office and I don't want to hear anything about it. But if it's a guy, I'm pretty sure that Art's going to have a huge, huge say so into it. And Tomlin's going to have to, you know, if, if, if Art wants that guy, Art's going to get that guy. And that's truly how I, they've done it in the past with coordinators. And I don't see that changing right now. Do you think Omar Khan and by extension Andy Weidel will have a significant role in that process? They might. No, I think they might have a depends on what you're talking about if we're talking about suggesting people yeah because i think andy has a lot of contacts around the league where he could say hey this guy i like this guy we'll hook you up with this guy but i think when the you know the the decision is made he's not in the room i don't think i mean omar might be in the room but i don't think he's going to have a say so in it so i think they can put point him in the right direction and give him a you know a a pat on the back and say, hey, this is the guy that you should look at. But I don't think they're gonna, either one of those guys will make the decision. More likely that Broderick Jones starts the 2024 season as the starting right tackle or the starting left tackle? You know, that cracks me up, man. I mean, they had Dan Moore at right tackle. Then they all of a sudden said, oh, you know what? He can't play right tackle. Mm-hmm. He can Let's give him the harder right position. I mean, which one is it now? I mean, I mean, I would put him at left tackle. But you got to be a little bit careful of how you're going to move forward here with your offensive line. Do you want? Or what are you doing in free agency? I mean, are you going to bring somebody in who is specifically right tackle capable so you can make that move? Are you going to draft a guy? Are you going to keep Chooks instead of maybe Dan Moore and no. have Chooks work out there? Marius so, Mims from Georgia. Mark, I'm calling my shot like I did on Jones not, last you're year. Not, you're not going to get two in a row, honey, right? I mean, Mosey, you're not going to get two. Why not? I once made nine straight threes. (laughs) Maybe you should play for the Pitt basketball team now, then. They can use someone to help. Mark doesn't believe the nine straight threes, by the way. He doesn't believe that story. I would. Who does? You don't believe Uh, it. 
No, nobody believes. I can't even make nine straight threes with a little Nerf ball on the, my kid's basketball hoop. Okay, speak for yourself. Was it a, was it a regulation ball or was it one of those kid balls? Oh, yeah, we were all up at Penn State hungover playing know. in the IM building with a child's I basketball. I don't know. I don't know. But back to the more important stuff. If you're drafting Broderick Jones, you want to put him at left tackle. So I think unless there's some kind of extenuating circumstances where he has to go to right, I think they'll move him to left. Mark, look into your crystal ball. We're not going to hold you to this, but on January 19th, give me the quarterback that the Steelers bring in for competition for Kenny and give me their offensive coordinator for next year. Uh, oh, wow. I don't even know if there's anybody worth it for competition, right? The the The, the quarterback – pool is not really deep is it yeah but if you said 30 percent for rudolph that tells me it's going to be somebody else yeah i'm just saying maybe they do keep mitch then at that point Uh, i don't know i mean they could keep mitch if they know rudolph could be gone so maybe i will think that that they will keep him around if rudolph is gone because i don't think there's a ton of guys out on that market that i would really be looking into you know as a backup capable guy of course i would see favorite Oh, wow. That can go in so many different ways right here. Uh, Let me channel Joe Starkey. Word association, Mark. Next Steelers offensive coordinator. The first name that pops into your mind, Marky. I don't know if I can think of that one right now that, that jumps off the page. I mean, That's I'm not, not how like the game any, works, Mark. You're supposed to say I'm, one name. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like in the Kingsbury type of situation where you hear people talk about him. I don't even know. Wow. I was not going to be left, which I could tell you who's not going to be more than it's going to be. Um, honestly, I don't, I, you guys stopped me right here. I have no idea who this new guy might be. I think the Rams passing game coordinator, I forget his name, escapes Zach me right Robinson. now. He's, he's never been an OC before. I know, he's, he's an interesting guy, um, but I don't think that's where they're looking at right now. I don't know, man. Uh, you got me stumped on this one. This is, I, I sound like... Ed Bouchette trying to ask a que- answer a question here. I just, I just don't <laughs> oh know, guys. Oh, my God, Mark. I All don't right. know, guys. <laughs> well, we'll try, we'll try again. We'll try again next week. Thank you, Mark. All right, guys. See ya. If uh, Trubisky somehow stays as their backup, is it going to be like the scene where Mo throws Barney Gumble out of the bar and then he just appears back behind him again? I don't like the way that sounded at the end. It could be Mitch Trubisky as the Kenny competition. Because then there would be – well, you, then you've paved the way, though, right? You know that there's no actual competition right. there. And Mike Tomlin can't stand the guy and in terms of the way he actually plays on the field. He probably rightfully looks at him as, as like a major reason that they only went 10-7 and seven this year. Jeez. I also don't like that Mark, who does talk to a lot of people, was asked – the question du jour, like, who are they going to go with? And right now he's like, Ehh. like, nobody's hearing anything yet. I would think even after a, a day, I thought there would th- be names. I-, I thought he'd throw out, like, his Luke Getze. You know, just let's go. Well, right just to, to tick us off. Ru- Rudy's going to have a huge say. Let's just go right to his Pittsburgh favorites. Well, that, I mean, that is noteworthy. He thinks our, he, he said huge twice. Yeah. He said it in all caps. He basically. also said it's not going to be Byron Leftwich. So just scratch his name right off, which I would think. I would think Art would want a guy like Leftwich because of the Steelers' ties and the fact that he did have success in Tampa Bay, and it wasn't just with Brady. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Donnie Football Debrief has a great sponsor. It's Archie's and his famous wings. Get to Archie's on East Carson Street today. Archie a little bit down in the dumps because his good friend Mike McCarthy isn't coming home. But shouldn't it be happy for McCarthy that he's going to get another bite at the apple down there? Uh, Yeah, but don't you think Archie would have preferred for Mike to be the Steelers offensive coordinator or even Steelers head coach? That's an interesting question. Would he rather have, specifically, would he rather have Mike as Dallas's head coach, better job, or Steelers OC could help the Steelers. It's his friend. He wants to be around his friend. Have him come into Archie's. Mike sits down as the Steelers OC after week one. It's a, it's a shaky win for the Steelers where the offense doesn't look great. And he and Archie are diagramming plays on napkins. Man, he's using salt and pepper shakers. <laughs> Mike's, Mike's pouring a little bit of pepper and salt on the, on the table, moving grains around. I'm telling you, he would be over there, even with the kind of public scrutiny that coordinators get. Oh, my God. McCarthy'd be over there having a blast. Man of the people. I do do like that about him. All right, Donnie, what do you got for us? The debrief, January 19, 2024. The Steelers season ended on Monday, and we're taking our first look today at a mock draft, and it's a big one. It's a biggie. It's not just some Joe Schmo, Daniel Jeremiah, of the NFL Network and NFL.com. He put out his first one of the year. And I have a feeling Malsey may have already seen this one because he was he is going to be a very, very happy person. Yeah. Number 20, Pittsburgh Steelers. Amarius Mims. Offensive tackle from so Georgia. So that would be back-to-back, yeah, back-to-back tackles from Georgia. How about, I thought... Bookend him, baby. You said Malsey was going to be a happy man. How about the white corner from Iowa? Cooper DeGene. Where's he going? Is He's a first I've seen pick. him mock to the Steelers in one, but he is seen almost exclusively as like a top 10 to 12 pick. Mims is two in certain drafts, but I see DeGene. I think it is DeGene and not Dijon. Cooper DeGene. I think uh, he has been going, I've seen anywhere from like ninth to 12th in so that here, range. Here's what's wild here. The first, first one from Jeremiah. He does not go until 27th. To the Arizona Cardinals. Do any defensive linemen come off the board before the Steelers pick in this mock draft? Uh, let me look through. I because mean, you're, you're we, saying like interior defensive linemen, not like not not an edge rusher, yeah. not someone that pl- that would either play defensive end in a four three or play. Uh, Byron Murphy going eleventh from Texas. Okay. From uh, what Clemson? Uh, Texas. No. Texas, Texas. Texas. Yeah. Or, orange, I was halfway there. 
Uh, and no one, no one else, Donnie? Just one guy? Just him, yeah. See, he, that's somebody I think would be on the Steelers' radar. When we did this exercise, what kind of positions would they target in first rounds? Offensive tackle, center if there's somebody out there who can really play the position. I think really only Oregon center is getting talked about that way. You never you never shoot down wide receiver. You always keep that on the board. You always no, you can't keep edge rusher anymore because they're loaded there. Yeah, you have to take edge rusher off yep. the board. Um I think it's defensive line. I think I think corner is still one where they would take a guy. Me too. I think in fact DeGene they should take if he's there, if Mims is gone, because he can play corner. He can bump in and play nickel. In a pinch he can play safety. He's you know, it's the whole, like, there hasn't been a white cornerback, pure white cornerback who didn't play any other position since Seahorn. This guy's talked about as one of the best athletes, period, bar none, regardless of position in the draft. Now, if it comes Just down to those boom. two guys, let's Mims say they're or both available, which one are you I'd rather have go Mims. With? Um, I'd rather have Mims. I'd rather have the two. You're actually thinking about this, Chris? I'd rather have the two big offensive tackles. I love the tackles because that's how they want to build through the trenches, but you know that corner is a really important position where teams, I would say on defense, don't the PFF types say that edge rusher is the most important, which I think they're right about, and then it's usually corner. Find guys who can get to the quarterback and find guys who can cover. I'm, I'm torn here. I want Mims because I, I think I'm going to say Mims because, again, I like being right, but if they got, if they had Joey Porter mouthing off and getting in guys' heads on one side and Cooper DeGene driving people nuts on the other well, side. Clearly you think drafting Joey Porter Jr., even though he was second-round pick, their curse of drafting corners early and having I think them. he can really play. I think he DeGene? Can. Yeah. Well, I think both of them can, yeah. I think DeGene is is a guy who's like Christian Gonzalez type who you can't be screwed up. Obviously, he got hurt. But yeah, or Devin Witherspoon. I mean, that's how he's getting talked about. Yeah. Um, I man, that's tough because positional value would tell me go with the corner. But dude, I love the idea that they just get two big hosses from Georgia, and basically for the next ten years, they are creating a nice little pocket for whoever their quarterback is. I go to is. the free agent market on corner and find a veteran, somebody better than Patrick Peterson, somebody better than Levi Wallace. I mean, I guess I, I guess I could. You know what it would tell you a lot if they don't go corner? They feel like Corey Trice is A, rehabbing very well, and B, they think there's something there, and they're willing to court the injury risk. But, yeah, I guess I'll say Mims, but it's 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 a close vote for me. Given where Johnson in his – given where Deontay is in his contract, which is, what, one year left? Yep. And Allen Robinson is just shot. He's done. And Calvin Austin hasn't. Uh, develop. They're going to have to take. I think they're going to take a wide receiver very, very, very early in this draft. Second round. Very early. Here's something I think is plausible: a tackle in the first round, and then the center from West Virginia, Frazier, in the second round. I don't think he'll go that high because he's coming off that knee injury. I think you can even sneak him down lower. I've seen him going in like the 50s in two round mocks. To them, by the way. Like what are we talking? We're already drawing on a wealth of like mock draft knowledge that we have because we've it's a few days after the season ends and we just pivot right into what, are, what do you do? I, I, yes, I do that. I am raising my hand guilty, but it's just oh, you're saying we're putting actual stock in them. No, I'm, it's no, it's not that it's just the three of us as human beings. Oh, yeah, we're psychotic freaks. We're just like just complete idiots. It's like Zeke Elliott with that giant bowl of Cheerios. We are just spoon-feeding at a rapid rate mock drafts into I mean, our mouths yes. over and over again. We yes. can't get enough mock drafts. The next Doug Kramer is out there somewhere. 
All right. Thank you, Donnie. Donnie, who would you take, Mims or DeGene, in that crazy hypothetical? I'll be honest. You guys are going to be surprised. I would go with DeGene, I think. Big Coop, how fast are those jerseys flying off the shelves? Where do you come down on Dijon mustard? I'm a fan. I don't really like it. Has its applications. You don't put it on a hot dog. Do you put it on a sandwich? Yeah, you can put it on a good What kind sandwich. of sandwich? It's got to be a certain, and not like a club. That's mayo. Well, right. It has a very specific application, and I'm struggling to figure out what that would be. On oh, I know I know what I would do. Because I would prefer like a brown mustard over it. No, or... I know. If you give me a shrimp po' boy or something like that, I'll put Dijon mustard on that. Yeah, who's just giving you? <laughs> Where are you getting? You're, you're talking a about boy a sandwich that's not even germane to this, to this area. area. Yes. Just, if you give me a po' boy style sandwich, it could be if, shrimp or anything. If I'm in a Dijon completely mustard. different state, maybe in that very, very, very unique situation. If I'm making I would a delicious remoulade. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.